You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 221 with A.J. Wilcox. Today we're talking about sharing your stories of adversity and turning them into abundance and prosperity. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What is going on in your world today, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community, and today we are talking with A.J. Wilcox, an amazing individual. We're going to get into his story in just a minute, but others are definitely going to want to hear this story just like you are right now today. So be abundant in your actions today by paying it forward and sharing Men of Abundance with everybody you come in contact with. Of course, you can do that on social media, you can do that in person, text it to somebody, put it in your email, whatever it is, just share these conversations with others because they are definitely making a difference. And I greatly appreciate everybody who has been going in and leaving amazing Ratings and reviews on iTunes and other podcast players. I greatly appreciate that. And so do the people who have been finding Men of Abundance because of you doing that. For those of you who have not had the opportunity to leave a rating and review on iTunes, just go to menofabundance.com under any one of the podcast players. There's a button there that says leave a review. Just simply click on that. It'll take a couple of minutes to leave a rating and review. And that helps push us up in the search engines so that others can find these conversations. Now, I know you've probably heard this saying, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. And that may be true in many cases. But let me ask you this. How many times has your plan turned out exactly how you imagined it would? I'm pretty sure that the journey was not what you expected or definitely not what you planned. And chances are, even the result was not exactly how you saw it in your mind's eye. And I'll tell you, this whole Men of Abundance journey that I started several years ago, almost three years ago, I had no idea it was going to turn into a coaching business. I definitely had no idea that it was going to turn into a business and marketing mastery course and a mastermind group and one-on-one coaching with business owners. Now, I did actually start it with the plans of writing a book, but not the book that it actually turned into. That first book idea is still in the making, but I had no idea that I was going to end up writing a book called No BS Business Breakthrough. That was not part of the plan. But you know what? That's all part of life. And that's what our featured guest, A.J. Cox, shares with us today. When A.J. Cox was let go from his job unexpectedly, he had to make a new plan. A.J. put his skills he learned on the job to use to help others. Now, AJ is a LinkedIn ads pro. He founded B2Linked.com in 2014, a LinkedIn special ad agency. As official LinkedIn partners, they manage among the world's most sophisticated advertising accounts worldwide. And he calls himself a ginger triathlete. He and his wife live in Utah with their four kids, and his company car is a wicked fast go-kart. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to AJ Wilcox. AJ, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. I'm super grateful to be here. I, I've been uh, binging your episodes and absolutely love the podcast. Oh, brother, I truly appreciate that. That means the world to me. Where are you at in the world? 
I'm in the state of Utah in the United States. Oh, okay, Utah. I have not been there. I've got some friends. That's, I've got some high school friends that's actually out there, and they always want me to come out and visit, but I have not been out to Utah. Hey, well, whenever you're here, you let me know. We've got skiing in the winter and uh, biking, hiking, off-roading in the summer, so there's always something good to do. Yeah, absolutely. I always hear there's so much fun stuff to do out there. You know, Everybody always has their, their little preconceived conceptions of various places in the world and until you visit, and it's like, this is not what I expected, and that's kind of what I hear about you talk quite often. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's oftentimes known as like the Mormon capital of the world, and mm-hmm. you know, with all filled with religious fervor. But uh, it's it's not like that at all. Very cool, very cool. So before we get too much into our conversation, I like to start out with an attitude of gratitude, as I'm sure you know. What do you have to be grateful for today? I have so much to be grateful for. I, I think. Um, for me, right now, it has to be my knowledge. Before becoming an entrepreneur, I had no idea that this life even existed. And now that I know, I'm so grateful that I'm in it. That is interesting you say that. So what is this life? What is it that you've learned about entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur that you didn't expect? You know, before I was an entrepreneur, I just assumed that life was you go to work every single day, the company sets your schedule, uh, puts meetings on, on your calendar, you're expected to, to dance and, and, uh, and rock for the CEO. And uh, now I, I plan my own schedule and I do what I think is best for my own company. And I just – I didn't even know that life could be like this. Do you find it easier or is it a little bit more challenging? Oh, challenging in many more ways, but of course the payoff so much bigger. If, if someone is willing to pay you six figures or higher for a job that you're doing, you're obviously providing you know five to ten times that benefit to them. So when you're running your own deal, of course it's going to be a lot harder to get running, but of course you'll make five or ten times more. Yeah, absolutely, and that is the case in, in many cases. And what I've found, I too, I work from home 100%. And I wake up when I feel like it. I live next to a lake. I'll go fishing with my little guy. The pool's right there. We'll get hot. Go jump in the pool. And when you have stuff like that in your life, you're like, man, it's, it's sometimes it, it's admittedly hard to get motivated to go out and you know connect with more clients and, and do other things when you don't have that boss that's breathing down your neck. But then you think... Okay, so my bank account's getting lower or, you know, you got bills coming up and stuff. <laughs> so something you always got to find something that's going to motivate you to get it done because as an entrepreneur, guys, you just don't have that boss breathing down your neck, but you got to have something. You got to got to eat, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You got to be self-inspired otherwise it, you know, you'll just be sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's never good. So how would you describe yourself? Uh, I would describe myself as a an unlikely entrepreneur, but someone who uh, very family oriented and just loves experiences. Uh, I I didn't used to. I I would have classified myself if you had asked me five years ago. I would have classified myself as being uh, someone who's very frugal, cheap, um, would forego experiences in order to build the bank account, and now I'm uh, now I love experiences. I love sharing things uh, with friends and family and um it's it's that's the way i would describe myself now when you say sharing things what do you mean by that uh if i can share an experience if we can Mm. you know go off-roading if we can go on a trip if we can uh you know rather than just 
you know pay money to get a thing you're paying money to share an experience and live something with someone and it's so much more fulfilling oh absolutely i always say collect experiences not stuff and the other thing that i think about when you say sharing experiences as an entrepreneur on that side of it one of the things that i know for sure that i didn't realize before because there's such a scarcity mindset and before i got into this whole abundance mindset is that people who have and people who know they they hoard it they don't want to share it and that all came from various you know various mediums and various sources but it's so far from the truth i've talked to multimillionaires who are excited to share their knowledge with other people now granted some of them are kind of very protective of their time but that's not to say they don't want to share uh what they know and what they've learned what are your thoughts on that I absolutely agree with that 100%. Uh, be, being a man of abundance is all about sharing. And of course, you know, our lives, we have a limited amount of time and we can't give everyone our time, but we can sure provide value whenever possible. And, uh, and I found that as I do that, I get so much more in turn than what I was expecting. And it just, it, it always happens. Yeah, absolutely. You get so much back. It's just ridiculous how that works. <laughs> I found that so quickly. And I love it. It's, it's a principle of life, and I don't know where it comes from. Uh, but you know, it, it's just like karma. When you when you what you give out, you get back. And uh, I, I'm a big fan of of getting to see that. It's like a reward for just being a good person and making the world a better place. And you'll notice all the all the best people are givers. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, right, guys, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it divine intervention, which I like. You can call it karma. You can call it whatever. The universe, I don't know. what. Put whatever label on it that you want. But the fact of the matter is it's there, it's true, and it's, it's alive. And it's hard to explain, but the fact of the matter is that's exactly how it works. Yep, go test it out. <laughs> Indeed. So, you know, as we, as we progress through life and as we – you know, transition some of us from being an employee to an entrepreneur or transitioning from one job to another, one career to another, or even relationships from one relationship to another. As we live our lives, we all get these kick in the gut moments. And some of us, they're just strong, they're heavy, they weigh on us, and they ultimately define who we are and kind of setting us on a different trajectory, if you will. If you would share one of those kick in the gut moments with us and really make us feel that. Yeah, so my kick in the gut moment is what drove me to be an entrepreneur. Uh, I was working, I was doing digital marketing for a highly funded, uh, like VC funded tech startup here. Um, really enjoyed what I was doing uh, and had a lot of success using LinkedIn advertising specifically there. Um, ran that for about two and a half years. And then after about two and a half years, my boss walked me into the HR office and I found I was being let go. And uh, I was not expecting it to have my wife with uh, at home with three kids and one on the way uh, to be scared about, okay, what's our future look like? What do I do? And, uh, you know, as, as you say, it literally took me to my knees. Uh, I, um, you know, we're, we're very religious people and, uh, you know, I, I prayed about what to do. Um, I, I went and got some job offers. I ended up having four job offers at the time and, um, you know, we, we went and prayed about it and got very distinct, uh, you know, promptings telling us 
nope, turn them down, every single one. And I was like, okay, well, I've had this idea in the back of my head of you know going out and doing something where, where I can help other people do LinkedIn ads, whether it's a, a consultant or turning it into an agency. And I got, yes, pursue that. So I, I, I've always loved entrepreneurialism, but um, I, if you would have asked me five years ago, I would have told you I, I never expected that I would ever do anything myself. I just didn't have the guts. I, I felt that fear. But being prompted and, and feel like divinely pushed towards that, that was exactly what we needed. And so, of course, it, it was hard for the first little while. I remember um, we had about 11 months runway because we're big savers. And so we, we said, OK, let's get seven months down the road. And if it doesn't look like it's going to pan out, you can always go get another job. And I remember having fights with my wife, uh, one in particular, where uh, we, we had a fight because she bought the Kraft macaroni and cheese for the kids and not the generic version that was 10 cents cheaper. Um, so just like just terrible things like that. No one wants to be in that that scarcity mentality that, that you have to be when you're, you're trying to scrimp and save and make something work. Um, but after five months of – you know, building this agency, we got to the point where it was, you know, it had more than replaced my old salary. And it was at that point, I kind of breathed a sigh of relief and said, okay, this is going to work. Now I can be a man of abundance. Yeah, wow. That is a hell of a story for sure. Uh, It's not too uncommon (laughs) in that it takes sometimes that kick in the gut moment to really uh, get you to realize what you're going to do and to pray on it. And I'm, I'm a big faith guy as well. And it's so important to listen to that intuition. Again, we, like we said earlier, putting labels on it, that intuition or that divine intervention and just take the path that you feel is right for you to go down. And it's not easy. Uh, especially I'm, <laughs> I'm no stranger to those, uh, macaroni stories. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> well, and nothing nothing easy is just handed to you. I mean, the, right. the stuff that's truly life-changing, it, it requires a kick to the gut to make you take action. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what did you do? Did you take some of the knowledge that you had from working as, a, as an employee and turning that into a consulting business? I, I know a little bit about it, and I'm, I'm huge. I, I just love LinkedIn, but all this social media stuff, there's so much out there, and LinkedIn is one of the things I've been connected with a guy who's like a couple guys, but one guy in particular is like a LinkedIn master and he's explained it to me a couple few times and I've just tried to, you know, build my business around, you know, help it out a little bit. But where did all that come from? Where did all that knowledge come from? How did you package all that and then turn it into your consulting business? Yeah, well, my story is I started out about 12 years ago doing digital marketing. I really loved search engine optimization, uh, did a lot of Google AdWords ads. It's now called Google ads, um, Facebook ads, Twitter ads. And I I went into this, my most recent position um, on my very first day, I laid out my marketing plan to the CMO. And I remember her saying, okay, all this sounds great. Go ahead and execute it. But just so you know, we started a pilot using LinkedIn ads. So see what you can do. And I saluted her and said, yes, ma'am, absolutely. And then I walked out of her office and went, what have I gotten myself into? I've never even heard of LinkedIn ads. And of course, you don't want to look stupid to your new boss. So I, I jumped in and started trying to figure things out. And uh, you know, within a couple weeks, I had one of my sales guys come up to me and say, AJ, we're literally fighting over your leads over here. Whatever you're doing, keep it up. And I went to go check out the leads that he was talking about, and all of them were sourced from LinkedIn, even though that was not the only channel I was running. So I'm a, a big believer in education. I'm, I'm hungry. I love to, you know, whatever I'm doing, I love to dig way down and learn everything about it. And that's what digital marketing was to me, was this 
opportunity to learn. And as soon as I realized that, you know, here's this skill of LinkedIn ads that, you know, I, I can count on all my hand, all my fingers and toes, the number of Google ads agencies or Facebook ads agencies I know, but I don't know of another single one that focuses just on LinkedIn ads. So I figured it was uh, it was an interesting niche to, to pursue and didn't know at the time if it was going to be a big enough niche to support the family, but we, we felt like we had uh, – you know, the guidance telling us that that was the way to go. Um, so that, that's kind of where my experience comes from. And now we're highly specialized. And of course, I'm trying to still all, you know, pay attention to all the different areas of digital marketing that, that I come from. But, you know, right now, the business is, you know, 100% LinkedIn ads. Wow, that's impressive. So it was basically out of necessity. And that necessity was um, proving yourself to your boss about something you had no idea what to do with. And you just learned it. Exactly. And I ended up taking that account and becoming, uh, bringing it to become LinkedIn's largest spending account worldwide. So I get, I built really good relationships with the company and got a lot of, uh, a lot of good special treatment. And so all those things just helped propel me into you know, what we do now. Wow, that is impressive. So what kind of um, organizations and businesses do you work with now? Uh, very much what I would consider high-value lead generation companies in the business-to-business space. So if you can imagine, if you're trying to sell uh, a product or a service to someone, that when you sell it, it's going to, to uh, mean you know $15,000 or more to your revenue, then LinkedIn ads makes a lot of sense. And the targeting is so incredible on it. You can target by job title and seniority and groups people are members of and skills they have, company size, industry. I mean, just the list goes on and on. So it's uh, if, if you need to reach a very specific type of business user and it's a it means a lot of money later on, then LinkedIn ads is a great uh, a great channel for you. Wow. Yeah. That's. A lot of people just don't pay much attention to that, and I've known about it for quite some time, for many years actually, and I just really haven't dabbled into it a whole lot myself because I don't know that, you know, it wasn't until recently, actually, I've only been building a uh, coaching business myself in the business-to-business area for, goodness, about the last six or seven months now, Uh, and having a blast with it, but can always I always like to reach a little more higher level uh, client, if you will. Uh, I like to stay local, but eventually I do look into uh, checking out LinkedIn, and you'll definitely be a source for that. Yeah, well, and it's so interesting because what we do is the advertising on LinkedIn, but there's this whole other side to LinkedIn, which is the organic usage. And I'm sure your your uh, your two LinkedIn experts you were mentioning mm-hmm. uh, are probably on this side, where you, know, you can use the profile specifically to reach out um, and make connections strategically. You can use it to just attract people to you and and be available in search. You can use it to share content that attracts people to you. So I I'm always a little bit surprised when I talk to people who aren't currently getting leads just naturally without having to do much on LinkedIn uh, because I'm just so used to seeing it. But it is, it's a really powerful tool for, for growing businesses and you don't have to spend a dime. Wow. Really? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) all this stuff just blows my mind, man. I absolutely love it. I just don't focus enough time on actually learning it to the extent that you obviously have and, uh, and you know, all the folks that you work with. So what are some good news stories that's come out of what you're doing uh, with your consulting business? Oh, I, I think um, I think my biggest piece of good news, and this just goes back to, you know, I've been running this company for, you know, almost four years now. I think the good news is that 
you can go ultra, ultra deep on something where you are the world's expert at it, and there is likely a niche there that will support your lifestyle. Uh, and, and I was so afraid of that early on, just wondering, you know, this is a, a an ad platform that people don't really know about or care about for the most part. Can my family survive if I build a business around it? And my good news is, you know, four years ago, uh, there was a niche for me, and I'm a huge fan of specialization and, you know, uh, deep, deep learning on, on subjects. And so my good news is, you know, I'm sure all of you listening, you've probably got an idea if you haven't you know, executed on it already. There's there's something that you can be the best in the whole world at. Yeah, well, and one thing that I always say in that regard is sometimes, and, and you know, I'd love to have this dialogue back and forth, but one of the things that I always think about and I always mention to guys is don't always just try to be the best, but try to be you. Try to be different because and and maybe add a little bit more value in one particular area uh, because there's so in some niches like obviously not the linkedin space but let's say i don't know uh, goodness any number of things webinars or something of that nature or even coaching life coaching there's like a million life coaches out there and there's so many that are just amazing but they're all they all are themselves and they're a little bit different in their own way so that they can connect with people who resonate with them what are your thoughts on that oh yeah being unique is so important um you know for me this niche made a lot of sense because no one else had done it and i'm not like i didn't start out a great business person i I, hopefully i am a little bit you know by now from building some skills Uh, but truthfully if i were in a competitive industry i shouldn't have you know, been successful or, uh, or shouldn't do, be doing nearly as well as I am. Um, so I, I think you do, you have to be unique. And then in that unique niche, you have to be yourself. You have to be authentic, uh, because, you know, as much as we like to put on a face and, you know, wear our ego and, and feel and look important, uh, people can see through it. It's just, it's just totally transparent when you meet someone who's a pretender and, uh, you just, you gotta be yourself. Uh, even if, uh, you know, even if it doesn't come across like you would want to come across. Right. And that's true. Rather you're in business or you're an employee or you're just trying to get into a relationship. One of the things that drives me nuts is every time you see these shows and you see some guy trying to connect with some girl and he gets some advice from some other guy and he ends up trying to act like he's, you know, a world-class skier or even a skier at that bit at that point and have never been on snow or water or whatever the type of skiing you're talking about. Uh, in their life, and then it turns out that you're a complete fraud. When really the girl just wanted to meet a guy who was sincere and you know truly cared for. And it's the same in business. It's the same in in as an employee. It's the same across the world, across the whole gamut. That's how you should run your life. Yeah, we universally hate the bait and switch. And if you're talking mm-hmm. to someone and you realize that that conversation uh, was, you know, that relationship was built on a lie, uh, that relationship will not last. Uh, we definitely, as men of abundance, we need to be out and being uh, value adders as well as authentic. Otherwise, like you're just wasting your time. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. So, man, we are at the point where we're going to pay it forward to our abundant leaders. Ready to do that? Yes, absolutely. Outstanding. All of you amazing small business owners out there, I want to talk to you for just a second. Are you still having fun in your business? Is it still as fun as you thought it would be two, three, four, five years ago when you first got started? Chances are, if it's not, it's because you're not making the revenue that you thought you would. You're putting more hours in than you ever imagined that you ever would put into a job. 
and you're just really just kind of keeping it afloat and that's not a great way to live. I want to help you with that. I want you to have as much fun as I'm having on a daily basis. I don't know that you'll be ever be able to work out of your home like I do because of the nature of your business, but I want you to be able to spend more time with family and improve your health instead of degrade your health through spending more time at work, more time in the business. I want you working on your business instead of in your business. Now, if this is your first exposure to me, chances are you don't know me from anybody. And I totally get it that you would question, who is this Wally guy? What can he really do for me? So here's what I'm going to do for you, for all of you. I'm going to offer you 30 days free into two of my programs, my DIY program and my group mastermind program. I'm not going to lay it all out right here because I want to get back to the conversation. But go to menofabundance.com and click on the AP Mastery tab at the top of the page. I've put a short video there introducing myself and I've put some more information there that you can evaluate and take a look at what it is that I can do for your business. And look, I am willing to work with you for 30 days because I am very confident of the results that I can give you in your business in the first 30 days of you working with me. In fact, on our first 45 minute conversation, I'm going to show you where you have ten dollars to $50,000 hidden in your business. That's child's play for me. I'm not only going to show you where that's at, I'm going to give you strategies on how to uncover that money that's hidden in your business. Now, you can either go to the show notes of this episode or go to menofabundance.com and click on the AP Mastery tab at the top of the page. Now, let's get back to the conversation. So share one to three actionable steps that our men of abundance can take today. I think the one that I want everyone to take away from here is uh, live a life where investment is your priority. Um, And what I mean by that, I don't mean dollar investment. I mean, all of us have a limited amount of time and in this business, I have I have certain opportunities come to me where I'll, you know I'll get to share on an awesome podcast like this, or I'll have a client who's willing to pay four hundred dollars an hour for consulting over there, and I'll have uh, a neighbor that needs help, and I've got to shift and, and juggle all these priorities. Um, I know quite a few people in business who would just say, "Oh, if that doesn't bring me revenue right now, I, I've got to skip it. I've got to go after the dollars." And what I would say is. Uh, Invest your time in, in things where you can provide real value that there's not a dollar sign attached to it right now because over time those things build up and create much larger opportunities than you would have had otherwise. And so, I, Wally, I absolutely appreciate being on your show. This is one of those things that I want to do. I want to share and, and give back to your audience um, because you know I, I don't know that I'll ever you know make money off of anything that, that I've shared here, but it – you know, I've seen things like this, investments of my time and sharing into the community, uh, just pay back, you know, huge dividends later. Yeah, absolutely. And and guys, if you want to take this to a different level, and even if you don't want to take the word of AJ, which I 100% think you should, if you ever follow anybody, if you're an entrepreneur at all, you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is. And Gary says all the time, you know, time permitting, it doesn't matter if you're on a podcast that's got two listeners or on a podcast has got two million listeners do that do that because you never know who you're going to touch and who you're going to influence and basically try to be everywhere and if anybody's everywhere it's Gary Vaynerchuk for sure (laughs) so uh, that that's definitely some very sound advice uh, and action steps for sure 
and I'll add on to that. It, I mean, it's a small podcast might have two or three hundred listeners, but if you told me that you had a crowd assembled of two or three hundred people who wanted to hear me speak, I would fly out for that. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, don't be don't be ashamed if you're uh, if your podcast or if your uh, your mailing list is small. That's still a lot of people's attention if you consider it people being in a room. Bam. Exactly. 100%. What daily habits make the biggest impact in your life, AJ? Uh, my workout routine is a really big deal. Um, and it's always the first thing in the morning. I'm, I'm at the gym, I, sometimes between, you know, an hour to two and a half hours, depending. But, uh, but I need that. Like uh, the, I, I'm not a fit person by any means, but just that exercise really feeds my brain and gets me ready for the day. So I've, I've got to have that. Yeah, and you're a triathlete as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I've got a, an Olympic try coming up uh, in about a month from now that I'm training for. Man, that's impressive. That is awesome. Congratulations on that, man. Yeah, thanks. I just I love those races. It's it's not very often um, just because I work out early morning and I work out by myself, and so mm-hmm. I don't have people cheering me on. Um, whenever you do a, a race, like I do a half marathon every year and a and a hundred mile century bike ride, and this. Uh, this triathlon it's so worthwhile to me to to go somewhere where people are cheering you on and you have that feeling of crossing the finish line it might not be physically harder than any of the training that you do otherwise but boy does that feel good you know a few times a year (laughs) yeah it does absolutely what are you reading or listening to that our abundant leaders can listen to and why i i just absolutely love podcasts i mean you know one of the reasons why i found yours um and audiobooks are, are fantastic too. I just I can't take time to sit down and read something, but man, I can pipe them into my my ear holes at two and a half times speed and, and just feel like I'm absorbing the whole world. Uh, the best podcast I think I, I would share on the subject of abundance is uh, there's a podcast called the Jordan Harbinger Show, and uh, he talks all about personal development, networking, being a better person, being a more effective communicator, and those types of skills uh, have just been really, really interesting for me to understand. I, I do love to meet with people. I'm kind of in a sales role, even though I don't consider myself a, a sales guy. Um, so all of those tips and, and things have really helped me just become a better and more effective person. Yeah, I'll tell you, one of the things that uh, we were talking about earlier about being an entrepreneur, I don't commute anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so my audio listening has really gone down. I've, I used to listen to a couple audiobooks a week and I don't know how many podcasts, but well, not, since I'm not commuting anymore, I'm just not driving as much. I'm not in the car. I'm around the house all the time. So I just don't have my headphones in all the time, but a, a, a huge fan of podcasts, of course, and many audiobooks. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's kind of hard sometimes I think to find an excuse to listen to audio if you don't have a, a good excuse already like commuting. For me, it's been exercise, uh, and I can just listen to it during my workout. Um, sometimes commuting between meetings, I don't have a normal commute just like you. But uh, if I'm commuting, you know, to go meet with someone, a potential client or a friend, I, I get a little bit that way. But exercise has been great for me. Excellent. What do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance? Uh, you know, I think abundance is the opposite of fear. And, and I think most of us are very afraid of a lot of things. For me, if you would have asked me, like, you know, do you think you're ever going to own your own business? I would have told you absolutely not. That scares me to death going without a, a steady paycheck, uh, going without you know having benefits and insurance to, to lean on. And it was that fear that caused me not to investigate it further. And I'm so grateful for 
the the life's occurrences that drove me towards this because now I'm on the other side and I get to see what entrepreneurship really is and I feel like what I'm doing now is actually more stable than working for someone else where they can just cut you loose at any at any time your salary may feel steady but uh, there's there's just always risk so I, I think uh, that would be my uh, my main recommendation to you is you know try to do whatever you can if if there's something that feels especially fearful to you, uh, investigate. See if you can figure out, like, is this fear founded? Uh, because breaking through that fear is going to lead you towards abundance. Yeah, that's a mouthful. And that is of any, the, the biggest answer, the main answer I've gotten from asking that question is fear. And I've said it many times before. We're born with two fears, naturally born with two fears. And that's the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Everything else is basically made up in our head. So, guys, seriously, the woman's going to maybe say no or not right now, you know, as far as asking somebody out or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, you're picking up the phone. you got to call an employee. you got to – whatever you got to do. The worst they can say is no or hang up on you. I mean, it's it's – you're not going to die from it. So, seriously, take that leap and you'll find out that it's not as bad as you initially thought it would be. And I've I've listened to uh, the Tim Ferriss podcast a, a good bit, and one of the things he recommends that I haven't had a chance to try out yet. So if any of you are brave enough to try this out, you know, definitely let me know what your experiences are. But he'll do something to, to purposely make himself uncomfortable. He'll lie down in the middle of a sidewalk or uh, p- paint a big like L across his forehead and walk around in public, mm-hmm. just something that makes you feel uncomfortable. And if you can get to the point where you realize that fear is a construct. It's just something that you made up uh, and that you can break through it. I I think abundance is on the other side. Well, it's very interesting that you say that. And I've heard that story as well. And you mentioned Jordan Harbinger. And he is the uh, creator and founder of Art of Charm. And his story is from the very beginning. Is is that the same guy you're speaking of? Yep, same guy. Yeah. They, he, okay. he left Art of Charm and started his own deal now. Exactly right. So what he did, he was such an introvert and he was so shy when he was younger uh, and kind of where the whole Art of Charm thing came from is he used to go to parties. I forget what costume. It was some sort of a costume. And he used to go to these parties and it, since he was hiding behind the costume, he could talk to anybody. Anybody, anytime, anywhere, and he would, and he was known for this costume, and he would take it everywhere. And finally, he took the mask off, if you will, and he real, you know, because he realized they were talking to a person. It was just funny that he was in this costume and he was kind of hiding behind it. So it's an interesting concept to do that. Yeah, that was the only transition he needed to realize that uh, he could talk to people and he didn't need the costume anymore. Exactly. Amazing story. And, you know, whatever works for you guys, uh, there's a guy out there, and I can't remember his name. I talked to his people about getting him on the show, but he was so busy. He's got a TED Talk out there, and I'll I'll put it in the show notes if I find it. But, um, goodness, what was it? It's pretty popular. And bottom line is he he did this Krispy Kreme thing. That was one of his most famous videos. But he wanted to go out and put himself in those uncomfortable situations where he would go to Burger King, for instance, and say, hey, um, can I get a, a free burger with this Coke or something like that? And they're like, of course not. You know, some crazy stuff. But he would just ask just because it would make him realize he's not going to die from it. 
<laughs> I love it. Yeah, make yourself just a little bit fearful and try things out that can't hurt you. Yeah, I love this. Absolutely. I'll put the Krispy Kreme thing in there because the Krispy Kreme thing, what he did was he walked in and he asked the lady at the debt front to make a Krispy Kreme and he wanted it in the shape of, since you're just talking about Olympics, the Olympic rings. Wow. And she did. She. He was like, what? <laughs> and he filmed the whole thing. Yeah, it was amazing. Truly amazing. Oh, that's so cool. I can't wait to watch. Yeah. So what does living a life of abundance mean to you, AJ? I, I think it's kind of been the graduation of my life from where I was so frugal and would give up on experiences in order to, to save money and have money. And it was, it was this, uh, it wasn't abundance. It was, I want to hoard. Uh, and I I've now kind of graduated past this where I'm actively looking for experiences. And so what I would share with you is, uh, you know, be, be looking for these types of experiences. They don't have to cost money, but something that you can share with your family, you can share with your significant other, your kids, um, those experiences are going to build relationships as you do them together way more than just you know meeting up uh, or you know having coffees or you know working together can do. Like experiences have to be um, experiences are what you're going to remember, not uh, you know something you bought or you know one lunch one time. Yeah, absolutely. Experiences are really going to last so much longer and they're just so much more fun. So we are going to have b2linked.com linked up in the show notes for sure. But what else did what else would you like for us to have linked up in the show notes and what did we not talk about that you want to ensure our abundant leaders get out of our conversation today? Well, I'll, I'll share an offer that I've got. I, I don't know how many of you listening uh, are interested in LinkedIn advertising, but we've had a lot of people come to us and they, they say, uh, we definitely want to advertise on LinkedIn, but we can't afford your services necessarily. So we put together a checklist. So if you go to b2linked.com forward slash checklist, um, you can download. It's the exact same checklist that we use when we onboard a new customer. So it's everything that you need in order to get started advertising. And uh, and that's absolutely free. If you don't tick the box that says, yes, contact me, you'll never hear from us ever again. This is pure value we want to we wanna provide to you. And, uh, and I think in terms of a strategy, one thing that, we, that we've really had a lot of success with is uh, uh, using social advertising in really tightly segmented, hyper-targeted ways. And to give you an idea what that means, if uh, someone came to us and they said, hey, our, uh, our target audience is marketing decision makers, um, I think most advertisers would say, great, I'm going to put together this, this audience that is marketers with a manager and above seniority. And of course, you could do that. You could run that no problem. But instead, what we'll do is we'll break that up into four separate audiences. Um, we'll do one for marketing managers, one for directors, one for VPs, and one for CMOs. And what we're going to find is as we run, even if it's the same ads between all of those segments, we're going to be learning something about each one of those segments. Uh, we'll learn something like, hey, uh, CMOs convert at a higher rate. They're willing to fill out their form, but it's really hard for the sales folks to get a hold of them later. So they end up being having a high cost per qualified lead or you know little nuances like that that you would never understand if it was just all one big glob of an audience wow yeah yeah i can see how that'd be greatly useful to many businesses out there certainly myself so that's something i'm definitely going to look into uh, personally i'm on the the site right now b2link.com forward slash checklist i'm going to check it out i want to get more information from you guys because i'm interested in learning more about this but guys this is one of those things that 
I'm the type of person when people ask me, you know, what do you recommend that I read or listen to? I, I can't answer that unless I know where you're at in your life, in your business, and where you want to go. Uh, so, in the in the same at the same time, I only read and listen to things that are really going to resonate with what I need at that point in time. This is something that I think I'm ready to move into uh, for my business. So I'm ready to start gathering some of this information myself. If that's you, great. If not, go find something that will resonate with where you're at today and stop reading all the stuff that's really just kind of out there hanging out just because somebody else is reading it. Think about things that you need today right now that's going to get you to where you want to go. I love it. And I'll also throw out there, if, if you just go to b2linked.com and fill out that form, uh, it will not go to a salesperson. It will not put you into some you know nurturing workflow uh, for a marketing automation software or anything. It'll go directly to my inbox, and I do not sell. Like You'll not get a sales pitch from me unless you ask for it. Uh, so if you have any questions either related to LinkedIn ads or not, feel free to reach out. I'm, I, I will respond to everything. Very cool. AJ, it's been a pleasure, man. I appreciate what you're doing. I'm so happy for you and your abundant life and everything you have going on with your family. So, man, just go out there, live an amazing life of abundance, and keep paying it forward, man. Thanks so much, Wally, and you too. Thanks for for giving me this experience to get to share that, that message with all of your listeners. My pleasure. All right, guys, your action plan for today is to watch the video that I posted in the show notes at menofabundance.com forward slash 221. That video is a TED Talk of Jia Jiang, who talks about his 100 days of rejection. And then I want you to go out and figure out your own ways to get rejected, or even use some of the ones that he did, that he describes in the video, or even on his blog. Go check out his blog. And go ask those questions. Go ask somebody something you would normally not ask somebody, and see what it feels like to be rejected, and then Follow the procedures that he did, the follow-on questions. I'm not going to break it out here. Watch the video. It's an amazing video. Analyze it. Let's have this conversation. I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear what happens with you, what you learn about yourself, and what you learn about other people when you do these simple exercises that Jia mentions in his video. And you can share your experiences in our Men of Abundance Facebook group. It's a closed Facebook group, men only. And guys, you can go to menofabundance.com, click on the top tab that says Members Only, and request access to the Men of Abundance community so that we can have these conversations. Look for this post because I will post this episode, and you can just comment right underneath the same post. Now, go out and live your life of abundance, and make sure to pay it for That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.